tonight. All right. Three, two, one. <laughs> Action. On Rogue Pod. <laughs> Cognitive behavior torture. Chew that calf. New friends. Lost friends. And just some really stupid decisions made by Chas once again. What else is new? What else is new? This is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue Six, standing by. Rogue Seven, standing by. Rogue Nine, standing by. Rogue Three, standing by. listeners welcome to season 18 mission 7 episode 149 of la rogue padron tonight we will be continuing with shadowfall by alexander fried shadow son and we are currently in part two chapters 16 through 19 but before that because it has been a while since we've done this main show, here's a quick reminder of your hosts. If Seth, Rogue Seven, was a home renovation, she would be a sun room slash conservatory so she could have all of the plants and extra room for yoga no matter what the weather. Ash, Rogue Nine, would make a basement into a soundproof studio with great acoustics and ample room for her unusual instrument collection. Yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining unusual instruments now. Yeah. Like, I do have a lot of unusual instruments. It's mostly a baritone recorder. Like just a bunch of <laughs> ducks. That, I, have, like, oh, I have a duck um, sound maker thing. A duck call. Yeah, that. Yeah. There you go. And you need you need one of the frog drums. You need I do one. have one of those. You gotta get the frog drum. So it's exactly what I was envisioning. Then. Yeah. <laughs> so it's basically what is in Ash's house right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun game. But more. <laughs> also, like, like several kazoos. Yeah. Is there, is there a bass kazoo? No, but there should be. <laughs> there it's like four feet long, and yeah. it's impossible to actually wrap your mouth around the sound in the mouthpiece. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, Rogue Six, would be building a smaller day house for the dogs, so sometimes they can work slash rest in peace. Seriously, they need that. <laughs> <laughs> just a whole nother dog house the problem is, like is that it would be nicer than the house that i'm living in yes it would be because <laughs> if you look at the percentage of our budget that goes towards the dogs versus towards us not even close <laughs> no no <laughs> heath rogue three who doesn't need the pain of alphabet squadron and therefore is not on this call would add in a huge deck and backyard for entertaining and grilling because that dad life and I'm Meg, Rogue Leader, and I would be a pool and jacuzzi 
because a big <laughs> bathtub is great, but those are definitely better. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Yep. We should just all create a house together. Great. <laughs> and then we get all the good stuff. We'll have a slightly smaller house for the, all the dogs. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll have two slightly smaller houses for all of the dogs. <laughs> and a separate house for any cats. Yeah. Please don't let them in the main house. I'm allergic. Yeah. Fair. Same. Speaking of being allergic, Ash, do you have a Star Wars question? <laughs> Am I doing Star Wars questions now? Is that what's is that what's happening? It's in the show notes. We definitely it's made that agreement notes. last time. I didn't realize that was a permanent thing. <laughs> Did you not read the fine print of the contract? Oh, the, the contract okay. um in your oh defense God. i did write it in red and green ink so <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right uh speaking of green things i have a question about star wars is it about grogu <laughs> <laughs> well okay so since we last uh recorded a certain um Jedi who wields a green lightsaber. At least I think it's green. I'm colorblind. I honestly don't know. Um, <laughs> I've been told it's green. Let me think of a Luke question real quick. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> I was like, Qui Gon? Is it Luke? It's Luke. We've is seen it we, Kit Fisto. We like... see. We saw a uh, uh, Luke who's wielding his probably green lightsaber. I honestly don't know. Uh, his invaders look the same to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we saw him in the mandalorian um and i get i guess <laughs> i was totally not prepared for a star wars question i'm sorry um i guess one of the questions is, is i guess my question is what do you think about them using cgi dh luke skywalker in star wars going forward like do you want to see more luke skywalker stuff in things outside of the mandalorian or maybe like just more in the mandalorian like in season three i don't want to like see that? i don't want to see more luke because I... the more we see him the more fear that they will ruin him um so yes. i'm okay with the aged mark hamill as luke and not a recast because it means that we probably won't see him that often because i really just i don't want anyone to touch luke anymore no yeah me too. yeah I, well, yeah I want it to be like Muppet Babies where everything is at Grogu level and like the only thing you ever like see of Luke quotation marks is just the Chanel boots and like that's it. Oh yeah. And yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. Can, you hear him talking sometimes so like Mark can do like voiceover work or whatever because he is good at that. Um, but like it's all just at Grogu adventure level. Like you never see the rest of Mark Hamill or the, the rest of Luke Skywalker. It's just Muppet Babies. This is about Grogu. This isn't about Luke. This is about Grogu. We stay in Grogu's frame. I think that'd be really cute if we get an entire episode in season three that's from Grogu's perspective. It'd be so cute. Oh, it's it just amazing. him bullying Ben Solo the entire time. Right. Well, it's <laughs> like in the in the Grogu's <laughs> very good day. Like... <laughs> In the um... or if it was like a, a bonus online series, like little, like six minute YouTube, like for every episode of The Mandalorian, we get like a ten minute like YouTube yes. video of just like what Grogu has been up to during this time. Yeah, well, like <laughs> in, in it's just him stealing cookies the entire time. Yeah, <laughs> in uh, Marvel Comics, there's a, a Hawkeye series, and they do an issue that's from the perspective of the dog. Great, yes, like that. it's like that yep. vibe. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And it's one of the best issues of that series, of course. Um, it is. It's. Pizza dog? Pizza dog, yeah. Pizza dog, yeah. yeah. 
I have learned things from the internet. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it makes sense that Luke is there, and I feel like he's probably going to show up again because they're going to have to resolve the Grogu situation somehow. Um, but because I imagine that Grogu is not going to stay with Luke forever, but uh, I don't want there to be like. Luke Skywalker's Young Jedi Knights or New Jedi Order show or something, you know? Like, I feel like we can mm, just let him go. I would not enjoy that. <laughs> I've, I've had enough Luke Skywalker. Um, and also, uh, Mark Hamill's been doing some kind of questionable things. And by kind of questionable, I mean pr- actually problematic things on the internet lately. So, like, I'm fine if Luke's just not here. Like, a lot of Luke already. Episode episode one, I mean, chapter, what are we on, 13? Nope, 17. it's 16 episodes. Yep. Chapter 19. Chapter nope. 19. <laughs> Still no. Wait. <laughs> chapter 17. 17 comes after 16. <laughs> it's all right. We're, it's a federal holiday. Right, we don't have to do math today. Don't worry, I work in an art school. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like chapter 17 of the Mandalorian starts with like Luke calling the Mandalorian as being like, you need to come pick your son up. He does not like playing with the other kids. And like, then that's resolved. <laughs> Great. Great. Yeah, Or like at the end of chapter 17, because then we get a full episode of Din being like, what am I supposed to do without my baby? And like, he tries many different hobbies and none of them turn <laughs> the, out well. The entire episode is a montage with just like yeah. sad music playing on the background. And he's like stabbing himself with a needle while he's trying to take up cross stitch. And like, right, he like tries pottery. Like and just things. missing every time. Just <laughs> all by myself just plays in the background. Yeah. <laughs> And there, there's, there's. And in every shot, like Bo Katan is like somewhere behind him, trying to like sneak the lightsaber out of his pocket or the dark saber out of his pocket, and like just he's not trying to to not give it to her, but like it just so happens that she always just misses. And he always, yeah, he always just like steps out of the way just in time, yeah. or like the basketball <laughs> rebounds and smacks her in the face. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, or he, like he he Han Solo. Boba Fett situation, like he yeah. accidentally hits her in the head with his jetpack when he's getting up or something. <laughs> it's like poetry. Where? It rhymes. <laughs> Bo-Katan, Bo-Katan, where? <laughs> yes. Okay. Hey, hey, John Favreau. <laughs> you know where to find us. <laughs> all I need, all we need is writing credit. That's all we need, really. I'd be happy yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we have to wait a whole like year and some change for Mando season three. Don't even remind me. It's so far away. It's so so sad. Hey, at least we have the Bad Batch to tie us over. I I mean, you know, I'm excited about that. Thankfully, we have Pedro Pascal's Instagram account, (laughs) which is actually we all have different things that are going to tie us. We're coping. We're coping in different ways. (laughs) Like I am very keen for some more tragic clones, so I can write more tragic clone fanfiction. I'm excited for (laughs) Fennec Shan backstory. That's also that. I I truly hope we get some good Cody content. That's all I need. That's all I want. Give me some Cody. Like I him just re- know regretting what went down between him and Kenobi. Oh, I fear that that's not what's going to happen. Yeah, and what happened? Like, what, what happened with their breakup? You know, I mean, he tried to kill him. 
Yeah, because of Order 366. I'm yeah, I mean, 36. they broke up. That was the end of it. Like, they never, they never spoke to each other again. Like, when your boyfriend know. tries to kill you because the Emperor programmed the chip into his right, head that would force you... him to turn on you at a given time, like, that's still grounds for a breakup, I think. I was about to be like, you're dead. Fake your death. Like, it, it I was about to be like, well, at least final to me. <laughs> okay, but... I was about to say, like, at least Anakin's clone didn't turn on him. Then I was like, no, wait, the opposite thing happened. Uh, <laughs> what so happened when Anakin's clone was much worse. <laughs> we know Hayden Christensen is going to be in the Obi Wan series. Maybe Daniel Logan will be cameoing as Cody, and they come to a reconciling. Why would Daniel Logan be Cody? Because why would he's, he's the age of what the clones would be at that point in the time? But we've already seen Tim as the clones. The, it would but make he's no so sense. So old. But they didn't the the age Mark Hamill. We do know that they also have like the de aging technology. You're right, you're right. I don't know why. <laughs> I just really they want to see him power. say, yep, one more time, okay? Listen, Fives knew that chips go in the mouth, not in the head. Yeah, exactly. Fives knew. He tried to start a social media campaign, and it just, it was not catching on. No. <laughs> My one, like, uh, secret shame with the Bad Batch is I never actually finished that arc of the Clone Wars because I got bored. <laughs> I, I'm not going I was to like, judge you. I was like, it is I now I neither a secret nor a shame, so... <laughs> I liked it because it was very uh, Spartan-esque. So. I haven't seen anything that was on Netflix and then afterward. Yeah. Missing the best animation. Honestly, the animation is just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Season seven, about- yes, that is a correct statement. <laughs> I just, mm-hmm. I don't like the way the people are drawn and therefore I can't deal with yeah, it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that is completely understandable. <laughs> Not my vibe. I I need I need to look prettier. I'm an anime kid. Yeah, that's fair. That actually, well, tr- yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Because a lot of my friends are like getting- anime do not like the Clone Wars art style. Yeah, I just remembered we're yeah. getting like a Star Wars anime series or quote unquote oh, anime series. Well, it actually is by Japanese directors. Okay, well, okay, that makes me feel Wait, better what? about it then. <laughs> there's a there's a short story. Um, there's an animated short story compendium that's coming out that's by the 10 of the top um, animation companies in Japan. Oh my God. Which oh, companies? I didn't know like, that. Okay. Why I am I asking you which like... companies? I'm not going to get you to list them right now. Um, I'll find them later. Is, is, is it They haven't three? listed which companies they are. Damn it. Yeah. I know which company I want. Believe me, because I was like... How did I not know about this? This is amazing. It was part of the... Um, Founders Day. What's it called? <laughs> the, oh, the the big re- investor the big money. Call. Yeah. The capitalism. The conference day. Call. It kind of it kind of <laughs> got buried. It kind of got buried yeah. under everything else that was announced yeah. that day. Yeah, it was sure. it was like a blip on the capitalism day um, announcements. <laughs> so, <laughs> speaking of anime, let's get back to squad Shadowfall chapter 16 to 19 the penultimate episode of this do I <laughs> last time on Shadowfall Erica Quell, Karen Adan and Ito are trapped on an asteroid headed for the black hole of Cerberon Chasna Chadik finds herself once again in a cult Will Lark and Nath Tencent are working with half of the Ground Pounders and remaining Rebels to get to Core 9, the abandoned mining facility found in the Scar of Troyth. Kairos is elsewhere, taken out by a grave injury, but hopefully safe. Soren Keys 
in command of the trapped Imperial forces with no ship capable of interstellar travel, decides they're heading to Core 9-2. The captain is still on the asteroid with the other half of Twilight Company. <laughs> and that's what happened in the last chapter of Shadowfall. It's going to be like a week after the mission's over and Will's going to be in a debrief and then suddenly be like, oh, fuck, they're still on the asteroid. <laughs> Where is the captain? <laughs> Carver knew, but Carver was like, eh. eh. <laughs> Meanwhile, Namir's just like, it's good hello? For him. <laughs> God, Namir's going to be so mad when they finally catch up with him again. Extremely mad. Namir's, Namir's going to like walk onto the same ship with Will after all this is over and punch him in the face. <laughs> he right would. Face. He would. So chapter 16, Deep Beyond Day. Time is fake, and Erica Quell is still trapped on the asteroid with Edo and Adan. They're shambling towards something Edo had spotted when they crashed, which seems to correlate with the location of the energy reading they found way back when they were saving Adan from whatever. Adan thinks there's no point in what they're doing, and Quell wants to shove his face into the sand. Mood. <laughs> she suggests that the Empire might have knocked this asteroid out of orbit so it would fall into the black hole and any secrets would be destroyed. Ido repeats something they said way back in book one, uh, and their memory circuits are acting up, basically. As they slowly continue on, Quell tells Adan what happened during the attack, and that if he was there and had played his part, everything would have worked out fine, which I don't think is actually true. They head into a valley, which is an intense wind tunnel, so they find a hollow in the cliff edge and rest. When Quell wakes, she finds Adan standing above her, staring at the cave wall and making a low keening. He tells her he needs a drink, like a real drink, and a proper sleep, and to get the hell out of there, because who doesn't, honestly? He's feeling real bad, and also real fighty, and he's telling, he tells Quell that she's the one who ruins worlds, who kills families. Yes. She decides he's clearly hallucinating, either from infection or pain. He I mean, lunges for her. Maybe so, but I also think he actually feels those things, so... Yeah, yeah I don't he's think... absolutely correct about all of this right now. <laughs> yeah. Hallucinating, but not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he lunges for her and she shoves him away and they fight and she leaves him in the groin. <laughs> Just wanted to point that out. The needle returns. Ooh. Ito sedates Adan before he can come at her again. Ow. Quell asks where Ito's been. Was it the needle? <laughs> yeah, it was the needle. <laughs> Quell asks where Ito's been and they say they're scared of powering down in case they don't wake up. <laughs> Instead, they've been scouting ahead. She tells Ido to stay with Adan and she'll go on, but Ido can't do much more for Adan at this point. Besides, Ido's found something and they need Quell to follow them. They head through a maze of canyons and climb dunes up onto a mesa, where they can see a tower. The structure forks at the top of the tower and comes together to create a lens. I guess think of the... of Sauron's eye. <laughs> that is what um, I thought of. That is what I thought of too, yeah. especially at a certain point in this. Yeah, <laughs> it's rough. That's a bad tower. It's, that it's a, not a good tower. It's a bad this tower, tower. This tower has bad vibes. <laughs> <laughs> There's no path to the tower and nothing to indicate significance, but obviously it is because it's a big ass tower. It's carved out of the same stone that pushed up during the quake. Upon approach, Quell sees that it's carved with shallow grooves, and there's a massive door which is closed. This tower is definitely old, being worn down by the sand. She remembers the Jedi Temple on Harkrova and thinks of another word. 
Sith. She can't find a way to open the door. Edo tells her that there are sophisticated biosensors installed within the rock, which means it's possible for the door to open based on Quell's psychological response. Maybe. Maybe. That might be why. Well, might be how. Eventually, the black hole rises and the lens glows with the black hole. When the eye reaches the center, the black hole seems to expand, and looking up into it, Quell falls into the dark. When she can see again, she's on a Cronus as Cinder tears it apart, watching the destruction. She doesn't move as the floodwater reaches her neck, and then her mental barriers crack and she feels the utter horror of everything, finally. She finds herself in a TIE fighter flying above Necronus. She steps back again, witnessing every choice she made to reach that point. She could have done so much to change things, but she didn't, and now there's nothing she can do to change anything. Why are there so many ever-expanding holes in Star Wars? <laughs> You're not wrong. It's too many holes. <laughs> there are more holes in this. I know! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you broke me with that. <laughs> when in doubt, holes. Yep. Always comedy gold. Quell <laughs> <sighs> comes back to the asteroid cold and retching. Edo informs her that she's been out for several hours. Nope. They were monitoring her life signs, as was the tower. The mechanism seemed to respond somehow to her pain, I guess. Quell decides that it's looking for a specific reaction before it'll open for her. So she needs to do it again and again. Edo says they'll help. Back this to the cult. Bad, bad tower. <laughs> this, is a ba- this is a bad tower. I think she's right when she thinks so. <laughs> yeah. So back to the cult. Maya Halleck, aka Chess. As a junior cultist, is expected to do stuff like joining the Dawn Prayer Songs. So, like, do they have different titles? <laughs> like, you start out a junior cultist and then eventually work your way out it's, to like. There was an actual name. Hang on, let's see if I can find Executive cultist. Executive cultist. <laughs> but like, junior cultist just sounds so like I'm an up and comer. Like, here's my <laughs> business casual like cultist robes. Like, <laughs> I'm imagining like a a Girl Scout like sash with a single right? badge on it. Like, you work your way up. <laughs> you gotta get more cult badges. <gasps> yeah, I would love. Okay. That's a good listener question. When I have a cult. <laughs> when I when I am semi in charge of a cult someday, definitely going to have sashes with merit badges. You bitter or else I'm not joining. No, oh, it's it's gonna be a really fun time. <laughs> but seriously, the word ju- junior cultists. Yeah. Junior cultist. Um, <laughs> Chess is not having a fun time And somehow Chess is still having the best time Out of all of them She's having the best time Yeah she really is And that's terrible <laughs> She recognizes some of the prayer songs From her old music collection Though the lyrics have been changed to be more religious now She also has to watch Broadcasts from the Fungus Lady Littish. Lettuce, I guess. Littish. Lettuce. Lettuce. I mean, lettuce. isn't she all mushroomy too? Yeah, she's she's a fungus lady. You wouldn't call her lettuce. That's fine. Yeah, lettuce. Um, it's more cop bullshit. Lady. Mushroom lady. I, I, just... <laughs> I yes. really like 
that when when chess recognize the songs but like made to be religious it's like how you can take any pop song and replace baby with like god with jesus Jesus, and it's the same it means the same chess is like happy to hear the music again but absolutely disgusted at what's been done to it that used to be um my dad's like metric for what good christian music was his 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 like me- like stuff that because he was like a worship leader so he used to he used to tell me all the time he was like if you listen to a song about jesus and if you swap jesus with baby and it sounds like a love song don't play it in church <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh the jesus baby swap rule <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to hear it reversed from the other side yeah. it's like secular people making fun of jesus yeah <laughs> oh goes both ways everything does you ever just realize you ever just tell a story about your childhood and realize as it's coming out of your mouth that it is a ridiculous story from your childhood (laughs) all the time all the time (laughs) (laughs) that is an experience i know well so anyways, the fungus lady broadcasts are more cult bullshit, obviously. Chess tells herself that she's not one of these idiots. She's here for a reason, which to be honest is probably what all of them are saying to themselves. <laughs> I'm here for a reason. When she's not pretending to be a good cultist, Chess explores the compound memorizing the layout and figuring out where all the restricted doors are. Somewhere, there's a prisoner. She needs to find them. There's probably a ship too and she needs to find that, but the prisoner comes first because they're probably from the New Republic. She wanders into some kind of initiation ceremony where a grand kneels and offers up a rifle to a rope cultist. The grand pledges herself to the cult and the gun is put on a conveyor into an ostensible furnace. Then the next refugee steps up with a gun. Chess obviously focuses on the guns because she's <laughs> determined to get one. Because she's a mentally stable individual. <laughs> I definitely misheard you to say they put the grand on the conveyor <laughs> into the furnace. And I was like, oh, this cult went dark real fast. <laughs> No, they didn't, the, the grand's fine. Well, Who's I mean, the grand's in the cult, bed? so. <laughs> I haven't harassed Ben with a picture of a grand in a while. I need to do that. It's a good you reminder. Should do that. You should just have it as like a weekly occurring reminder <laughs> on your phone, you know. Chess waits a couple hours until the ritual is over and the room is empty, then climbs onto the conveyor into the furnace, which is fake actually, because of course the cult isn't going to destroy guns. She digs out a blaster and gets out of there. She runs into a man the whole way. It's Graver from the asteroid that she got from Winkers. That's Winkers! 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 <laughs> I hope Winkers is okay. I'm sure Winkers is fine because they're off in space somewhere. Okay, okay. I'm confused about how this system works. There's a lot of asteroids in the system. When the when the asteroids like ro- rotate, do they rotate? Can they run into each other? Mm, they're all like on orbits at this point. Sometimes think, so they like get, approach, colliding. and then one asteroid moves to the right, and it's at the same time that the other asteroid moves to the right. <laughs> oh, no. And so <laughs> the just... asteroid moves to the left, the other asteroid, moves, and then they go back and forth a couple times, just... and then they finally pass, and they say, "It was fun dancing with you as they go." I hope the Winker's asteroid gets close enough to where 
the rest of uh, um, the captain well, and everybody is. <laughs> and so then they, they just party have a drink for the rest of the time. <laughs> That's what I hope. That's what I hope. Be nice. The mirror's like, screw this. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Winkers. I keep forgetting that Namir is in this book for a hot second. Yeah, so does everybody else. I don't know why. He's like Seth. the main character, obviously. Yeah, but everybody, who is- everybody in the book has forgotten. <laughs> Namir has the reverse Din Djarin problem where like he wants it, like he's a main character, but everybody keeps forgetting he's a main character. As opposed to Din Djarin that doesn't want to be a main character, but everyone keeps forgetting that he's not a main character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're totally right. Oh, see, Griever's here with that fucking name. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Griever, I hate this name. Griever turns, listens to her as she tells him the history of Maya Halleck, which isn't so different from Chess's life. He's glad to see her here. She asks if there was anyone else who ended up here after the battle. There was one, a woman in the medical suite. He says Chess can visit her when the woman is healed. Over the next few days, Groiver introduces Chess to more cultists. She hates how they talk about living a life free of foreign chaos. On the third day, she sneaks into the medical suite. The other prisoner is pale-faced, covered with black cloth and leather and badges and patches and tubing, and the tubing makes her pause, because then she notices the symbol of the Empire on her shoulder. God damn it, she's shadowing. <laughs> Shoot. Now didn't, you didn't have consider to that was a possibility. She asks why she shouldn't just kill the pie pilot, and the other woman says that they both want to escape. Chess shoots through a window and tells the pilot never try to manipulate her again. Then she gaps it before she can get caught. Because Chess is totally making rational decisions. (laughs) (laughs) Chess just shoots out a window and yeets out. Chess's middle name is level-headed for a reason. Yeah. Chess sounds like those 14-year-olds that are like, oh my gosh, my mom was totally gaslighting me when their mom was just like, hey, I need you to clean your room. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, can you please put the dishes away? God, mom, what am I, a slave? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Chess. Will leads the way through tunnels and chasms. Uh, Ch- chasms? Chasms. Ch- Will has a, Will has I've never seen chasms before in my life. Welcome to Rogue Padre. <laughs> through tunnels and chasms in his A-Wing. Dennis Rave, one of his new pilots, says there are whole villages preserved in the stone down here. Gorgeous Sue says there are apparently ghost civilizations buried beneath city foundations. There are I, more names. I love her name is Gorgeous Sue. It's so good. There are some more names. He's Ubelikos and Prince Bai. Good names. Yep. They haven't slept much since descending below the city. The 61st is piled into any ground vehicles that they can get. That they can get. I guess. <laughs> My sentence yes. makes no sense. I'm That's sorry. One of, them, one of them is called a rumbler. <laughs> <laughs> and the air vehicles are scouting ahead. Gorgeous suit is a game to me. Who, what, where is back? The game where you say who first finds out that you're dead, what killed you, and where you died. Someone really needs to introduce Jackbox games to these guys. Yeah, Yeah. because, like, this is not a great... This one game that they always go back to is just so dark. (laughs) They really should just play I Spy or something. Right, like, 
<laughs> Did no one ever well, talk like, 20 questions? Well, yeah, I was about to say 20 questions. <laughs> Oh boy. Will last played this game with Riot Squadron aboard the Hellions Dare, who are all dead, except oh, for one. F's in the chat That he doesn't Satanique. know is alive. F! F! That a neek. We're ninja. Ugh. Let it be known that Ash actually just put an F in the chat for Satanique. <laughs> oh, the I'm only obligated. one to follow directions. I'm obligated every time someone says F in the chat to put an actual F in the chat. Find, like, find the nearest the chat. chat, no matter where you are, what you're yeah. doing, and get you an F, put in, F it. in it. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever get a message from apps that just says F, don't worry about it. Now yeah, you know why. Be, she's paying respects. <laughs> like, it's fine. <laughs> she's being respectful. <laughs> Will hates this game, but his new squadron is bonding, so he just holds it back. He doesn't yell. Will doesn't plan on dying, and he doesn't plan on letting any of his people die either. Approximately, <laughs> approximity alert saves him from having to give us who. No, what, hold on, hold on. We gotta talk about Nat's answer real fast. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I figured you would. Yeah, because so Nath, who seems disinterested, but good humor, was said, who? Anyone who owes me credits. What's the cause? Some punk with a vibro knife who wants to make a name for himself. And where is in one of the ecosystems because he's retiring with a tubiot? What is a tubiot? Because I am literally just picturing Nath in like a lazy river with like a patched up inner tube. <laughs> And that's he's like, yes, what it is. <laughs> that's 100% I don't know what a two-yacht is. is, but I want to believe that's what it is. I I think that's what Nath is going to end up with, whether or not that's a two-yacht TM. But that's Nath's two-yacht for sure. Um, but the word tube really downgrades the word yacht. So. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. <laughs> um, <laughs> And like during this game, everyone's really charming, despite Nath being the only one who assumes he's going to live to see like live life outside of fighting, which is like pretty sad that Nath is the only person. Oh yeah, no, I get to that. I do get to that. <laughs> yeah. Um oh well. Yeah. Uh, but I definitely the, the subtle shift in this book from like Nath basically becoming Will's moral compass is really unsettling. Yeah, <laughs> I don't love it. Will <laughs> yeah. is under a lot of Will is breaking. That's what leadership like like that's kind of a sobering message about like leadership and power and like even Will Lark, like the innocent of innocent boys, needed Nath tends it to reel him in a little bit by the end of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um Yikes. there was when Will is trying to think of what he's gonna say. And then he's trying to think of something disarming and honest instead of bleak. I felt that in my soul. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, that. That's how I tweet every day. <laughs> it's like, Whenever it's someone asks rough. how you're doing, you're just like, mm, not bleak. Right. I'm like, oh. not bleak. And like when I when I talk to people or like when I try to like, you know, give advice or something, it definitely is like, because a lot of people aren't sincere these days. They don't want to be sincere. They want to make jokes. They want to do all of those things. And like, yeah, we all do it, whatever. But like, whew, when you're honest, it really is disarming to people. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like when you're sincere to them, they're like, ah. Why are you doing that? What's happening? Go back to making jokes. 
I'm always um, sincerely making jokes. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm done. I have a lot of things highlighted in these chapters. Oh, good. I I didn't put in a lot of like Will and F because I assumed that you would do that. Gotcha. Yeah. Those are my dudes, Hell brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a tie scout. Will gives chase, and he tries to get the pilot to surrender, but obviously they don't. The tie shoots the rock above, trying to cave Will in. He gets free, but the tie is crashed. And they oh. really hoisted themselves by their own petard. <laughs> Good job. Great work, buddy. Shadow Wing is the elitist of the elite. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the fool they actually have a funeral for later? Like- <laughs> yeah, this is the fool they have a funeral for. <laughs> if Shadow Wing has found them once, it can find them again. There's not much they can do about it. They can't split the caravan because they probably can't find each other again and you never split the group. <laughs> As Alphabet Squadron has now learned. Uh. <laughs> Twitch suggests fortifying down. I would like to say that this book explicitly says that Twitch is middle-aged now. So Yes. Um, Carver says they got to keep moving. After Will explains the situation to the pilots, protect the caravan while they continue on, Nath asks him if his cockpit smells like piss and sweet as much as his Y-Wings does. <laughs> Nath said piss. <laughs> I don't like that that's a word in Star Wars. I don't know why. It just makes me uncomfortable. It's piss. That just always jumps out to me. I just, it's definitely such a nath word. Yeah. But I didn't expect it in Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I mean, in this, yeah, in this section, I, I don't, wait, what did you write for this part? Oh, yeah. <laughs> in this section um it's rough uh because again like will is there looking all pathetic and nath is like i have weird feelings so i'm gonna call him brother again <laughs> <laughs> uh but basically he tells will to like you're commander, so go take a nap. That's one of the perks of being in charge. Yeah, he's like, you need to take a break so you don't burn out because people are looking up to you. Nath, Nath calling Will brother has the same energy of me calling every guy I've ever had a crush on pal. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing as Chirrut and Base calling each other brother. Yeah, right. Which, again, Shadow San also wrote, so he has a pattern that yeah. we see. Yeah, we we see you, Shadow San. Yeah, add that to the list we of questions you. we're going to ask him when we have him on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, but like, ooh, this scene really got me. Um. Just the, it's a really good scene. Just, it's like the dynamics of um, Neth, like Will looking to Neth as like how he had been a commander of his own compared mm-hmm. to how he is now. And then Neth trying to stop Will from becoming what he was, but also be like the good part of what he was as a commander, which right. is basically looking after your people. Right. That, That's what this entire book is about, looking after your people. Right, that everything else, like there's always going to be another fight, there's always going to be a war, but like you're people are the things that you can lose um, really continue that, on with the theme of um twilight company <laughs> right and like that's what's really gonna matter right mm-hmm. um but like just just will asking look out for the others too the way you do for me I, they could use it i could use it i was like ah, mm-hmm, ah! Mm-hmm. <laughs> how 
dare mm-hmm. you? <laughs> this book has made me so emotionally compromised in so many different ways. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just... To that, Neth says that he'll see what he, he'll do what he can. And Will doesn't really say anything back to that. But he does think about that Neth was the only person who'd been bold enough to imagine a life after the war, during who, what, where. Yeah. <gasps> Will is dreaming of home when the attack comes. His A-Wing is at rest on top of the Rumbler. A full TIE squadron is on their way now, which is great. It's just great. So, so cool. Sue's the one who spotted them, and Will tells her that he's heading to her position. They're going to pull the ties away from the caravans and reunite with them later. Neth, like, that's a bad plan, brother. Kyra says that it's not authorized, but Will just tells Sue to jam more frequency, and she does. And so does he. Okay, I just had a really really depressing thought. Oh no. Really? This book encouraged a depressing thought? (laughs) You mentioned like Will saying that Nath was the only one that had the imagination to like come up with this uh, uh, possibility for that game after the war. Mm -hmm. What if the victory's price that Will has to pay is he's the only one who makes it? (gasps) I don't know if that's worse. Yeah, I think that's worse. It's not Will dying, it's Will being the only one who makes it. That's worse. I can see that being the thing though. That sounds like it could happen. Then it's going to be Will in a tube yacht on a lazy river. Aww, the he's epilogue is him on a tube yacht. He's going to live Nath's dream for him. He will. Oh, God. Uh, oh, God. Oh, I'm emotionally uh, compromised oh. now. <laughs> I'm so- all I know how to do <laughs> is angst. That's all I know. I was on Lousy Beautiful Town, and they were just talking about happy stuff, and every five seconds I was like, but what if this incredibly tragic thing happens? <laughs> Hey, that's that's the way I like things, you know. <laughs> Tailoring it to my needs. Oh boy. Will turns and starts heading for Gorgeous Sue, seeing emerald flashes ahead. The last of the mining vehicles into the tunnel. The last mining vehicle enters the tunnel and he slows to let it pass by, but it stops. He sees another flash of green, then is hit by a shockwave. When the dust clears, he sees that the tunnel mouth has collapsed and the last mining car is gone. Will deactivates his jammers and waits for confirmation. Carver calls for a stop six hours later. Will lands and walks off to stare at a phosphorescent crystal abyss for a while. And on his return, Same. I just thought that was I just thought that was neat. Same. <laughs> on his return, Nath intercepts him to ask him if he's okay and to reassure him that there was nothing they could do. He pulls out a stick of chewable calf. I want chewable calf. <laughs> is that is that like dip? Is that because I'm imagining it's dip, but coffee. I'm imagining it's beef jerky, but coffee. Yeah, that's what I was imagining as well, like coffee jerky. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell that you I lived in the South. You coffee even less appetizing and, somehow. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, you just hulk and, like, gives a little <laughs> <laughs> I assume it's jerky. <laughs> or it's that, or we meet, or we have a compromise, and it's that beef jerky dip stuff that's disgusting. Oh, God. That kids, oh, God. Kids eat in the South. No. Oh, kids in the south, you can't. You really just I just had the idea of like, like just <laughs> coffee beans. I don't know, getting squished so hard that they just turned into a kind of molasses, and then that hardens into this. <laughs> was kind of what I was thinking like, like about. A fruit leather, but it's coffee. Yeah, but it's coffee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I honestly, it's, it's coffee I, beans. I would use it. I would it's use just it. coffee beans and Jello. That's all it is. Great. <laughs> Great. I'll eat it. I try it, yeah. It's a jello shot, but it's calf. (laughs) 
We can thank Alexander Freed for this amazing adventure. (laughs) The 20 soldiers in the last mining car had sacrificed themselves, detonating their own vehicle to keep Shadowwing from pursuing them. (laughs) Gorgeous Sue was overwhelmed by ties and didn't make it. Will asks if they're making the right decision, and he asks for Nath's perspective. And Nath is like, no, you don't want that, brother. (laughs) Because his perspective is you and me get out of here now. Right. (laughs) <laughs> so they keep moving Soren Keys walks with fire your tees down a path with ease <laughs> I forgot I'd done that Sam. <laughs> to the rooftop garden of the tar complex which does not displease <laughs> oh my god you kept going <laughs> not gonna lie I ran out of I ran out of things after that <clears throat> Look, Freed is giving me this opportunity. I'm going to take it. Yeah, that's fair. Yadiz asks if he's ever felt snowfall, and he tells her that he grew up on a planet with eight-month winters. Wow. No wonder he's like this. this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this explains a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Eight-month winters. Jesus Christ. Is it just, like, really north in Canada? I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. It sounds bad. That does sound really bad. <clears throat> he informs her that his scouts had arrived at Core 9 this morning. This morning? That morning? I don't know. And confirmed the presence of a bulk ore freighter, he, which is a big, it's a big boy. Big boy. Basically. It's a big boy. He tells her that the freighter interests him because they could arm, arm it. That's why. Definitely because they could arm it and use it to protect Troyth. She says that she'll help however she can, believing Seas wants to help Troyth and not Ollie out with his people the moment he can. <laughs> He's out of there. <laughs> he is yeeting the heck out of there. Goddamn this charming man. This liar, you mean. This yeah. liar. He's a liar, liarson. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is, but he's also charming while he doesn't, which is the problem. Yeah. That night, Soren attends the service for Lieutenant Garmin Nadra, who had died to the rebels in the caverns beneath Troyth by burying herself. <laughs> Man, suck it. She died by a petard hoist, basically. <clears throat> um, sorry, I just really like those words. <laughs> it's a good phrase. It's a good phrase. Damon says I keep using it wrong, and I know I am not using it wrong. <laughs> also, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter because I like saying those words. Right. <laughs> There's nothing left to remember her by. Everything is destroyed either on the area or is buried in the caverns. It's just so funny that she was like, I'm going to be tricky and like bury this A-wing. Will's fine. Well, Truly showing the talent of this company. Right. Will's as fine as he could be. Yeah, he's as fine as anyone could be in this position. Yeah. It's okay, he's got chewable calf now. The soldiers exchange stories of, hey, let me scroll up, uh, Garmin Nadra. <laughs> yep. And even Soren joins in talking about the battle of Black Star Sith, which I like to remind people Twilight Company was at. <laughs> Soren uses his mourning of Nadra to allow himself to mourn Palau Sedia, whose, I forgot her first name was Palau, Van, Van Bregier, and even Toblerone. God, I love seeing these names. It's so fun. Rip Toblerone. <laughs> Rip the Toblerone. 
everyone but the fun names died and it's really yeah sad. it's really sad it really is he wakes later from a nightmare nightmare about Rickton, the boy he had known when he'd been Devon, and Quell dying. Great. Good times. He meets Yadiz in the makeshift landing field in the plaza wearing makeshift pajamas. Because <laughs> he decided this is the one night where he was like, I'm not going to wear my flight suit. I'm going to wear this like shitty shirt and some slacks. And then, of course, that's the night that he gets woken up to like meet with her <laughs> real fast. And she's like wearing elaborate robes looking amazing. Yeah. I mean, she's <laughs> naturally. She's the governor. Governor, I was like headmistress. That's not the <laughs> no. She is the current governor. Yeah, but she, of course, she has long velvet violet robes. Like, yeah, there's she's a shirt that doesn't fit. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like some stains on it and stuff. Right, like you couldn't find anything else in this entire castle. <laughs> like. <laughs> He's got like a jelly stain from his from his midnight snack just down the front of the shirt. <laughs> from his jelly cap. <laughs> you know this I don't like the shaming because I do get cat stains on my pajamas sometimes. Every every like sleep shirt I own is covered in cheese or jelly or whatever. <laughs> like I I have a lot of chocolate on my pajamas. <laughs> Cause I eat it and then it melts onto my clothes. Do you think you have washing machines? Listen, Danny, when it's two o'clock in the morning and you've spilled cheese on your shirt, sometimes the best thing you can do is just wipe it and go back to sleep. Like sometimes you don't realize until a week later when you're putting the shirt on. (laughs) And you're like, oh shit, this chocolate. You get you forget, you forget about the cheese or yogurt that's on your shirt. Yeah. And you and you you don't change for then the next time so, you go get that shirt it's stained now there's nothing you can do see so, look look me and ash get it sometimes you forget sometimes you think you ate all the kit kats and then you roll over and the next morning you find a melted kit kat under you like that's just that's truly tragedy it's the worst tragedy of all. waste of a kit kat absolute waste of a kit i probably Sa- Saf understands me I did to be fair, I did just see an incredibly melted Kit Kat out of my car. Like it was in a it was in a package, but it was incredibly melted. This reminds me of when <laughs> Maya sent me some gummy candy and mm-hmm. it all melted into one because she left it in her car <laughs> I remember in that. LA. <laughs> so it was just one big steak of gummy, and I'm like, <laughs> you're not supposed to eat all of this at once. <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking of wonderful gifts, Yadiz has a present oh. for Soren Keys, scavenged from the Star Destroyer. Surprise! It's the messenger! No! Y- Yadiz has a surprise for Soren Keys. <laughs> Thank you. I couldn't think of something good for that. I made up a word, but sure, okay. <laughs> no, I love it. That's that's the energy I want here. Um. <laughs> I I knew I knew it was gonna be this as soon as it started, and like I hate it. Like imagine <laughs> imagine being Soren Keys and being again woken up in the middle of the night, being forced out in your mismatched PJs, <laughs> and then having to see that monstrosity. And well, there's like to one arm see it all about it. Yeah, it's like Palpatine <laughs> faces flickering in the screen, and like pretend to be like. 
Yay, you found it. It survived. Wow, thank you. I was I was wondering what happened to that. It wasn't I was super so worried. fucking weird that my pilots were offering up blood sacrifices to it. <laughs> <laughs> See, Lichus needs to meet this messenger. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 17. Ah! Oh, no, it's the okay. catch's attack. Um <laughs> That was a bug, I'm sorry. I mean, that might as well be the title of one of Freed's chapters at this point. It's just a bug, I'm sorry. <laughs> I met the sound before she said that, but that also works. <laughs> the entire thing. It's just a bug, I'm sorry, a Star Wars story. Yeah. Uh, that was I the say, actual... That's a Legends trilogy, right? Yeah, that's the yeah, like title for the Dark Nest trilogy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, isn't it just the Vong? Isn't that, I'm, it's just a bug, I'm sorry. We see bug, you, I'm Legends sorry. fans. <laughs> We're still <laughs> catering to your demographic when we can. Yeah. <laughs> we can. We, we try. <laughs> Chapter 17. Shattered worlds and nightmares and maybe bugs. I'm sorry. Sure. Great. Just as, just as terrible. <laughs> we just love bad. shattered worlds and also nightmares, I guess. I love a good shattered world. <laughs> Chess is pissed that her plan was ruined by the prisoner being a TIE pilot. But now she's making a new plan, so it's fine. Thanks to Groiver, she's now trusted by the cult. I just want to say that Groiver has a delightful Irish accent in the audiobook, and I'm not sure why. Oh, really? But it's great. Yeah. Groiver. Oh, that's so good. I love that. I love that. I need, I need, I need. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I need, I need, I need, I need. Time for our afternoon blood ritual. <laughs> Have you confessed your sins? <laughs> <laughs> Why does well, okay? Why does Graver having a Irish accent make them like a million times less threatening? Because they have an Irish accent. <laughs> because yeah. now you're picturing him as a leprechaun. Because <laughs> he doesn't sound like an American. Yeah. <laughs> like just like Americans who are very nice and non-threatening like this, very untrustworthy. <laughs> very untrustworthy, especially when they're in a cult. Yeah. But like. <laughs> people with irish accents at least they have a nice Trust accent to listen especially to. if they're yeah. in a cult yeah <laughs> <laughs> you Look, don't trust never people trust, in cults never trust a sincere american in a cult number one. there's enough never movies about that at this point sincere american in a cult jesus christ it's because then they're true believers and those are the worst people to deal with they really are they really are Okay, where was I? Graver. Graver? Yes, she's, he's been introducing her to like a lot of people and now she's getting more trusted by everyone. Um, she crosses paths with the pilot for the third time and when that happens, the pilot whacks her in the nose with one of her crutches and the medics have to pry them apart. Look, another person with just as bad uh, control, self-control, impulse like control. <laughs> yeah, as chess. Amazing work. The woman whispers, asking if Chess knows about shadowing, because she knows that Chess was at Pandem Nye, and she also knows where to find a ship. Yeah, Groiver. She whispered this by like biting her ear and not letting go. Yeah, Chess has really like made her double here. It's her imperial counterpart. Yeah, unfortunately. Groiver finds Chess. Chess has met someone with the same gremlin energy that she has. <laughs> yeah. Truly. I hate that Yola making me say Groiver so many times. 
Corey verifies chest. I didn't chest. write the notes. <laughs> Corey verifies chest in the medical suite where she's getting treatment for her nose. Um, she's like, wow, these cultists are giving you better medical treatment than the New Republic. <laughs> Yeah. And the one of them was like, oh, do your, do your horns need special treatment? And then she snorts laughter and it makes her nose hurt more. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, she argues that the medics could go out and help the people of choice. But Chess, come on, they're a cult. How, how would they get people to join them if they did that? They could get, people could get help if they just came to the cult and asked for it. Because the cult is here to help. Mm. Anyways, if Grover and Holmes their sounds, minds to the Lord. Sounds pretty conditional <laughs> to me. Yep. <laughs> Grover informs Chess that the Imperial pilot said her name was Palalcedia. Chess doesn't recognize the name, but we sure do. We sure do. We sure do. Um, he says that they should try and move past their grudges, form new alliances without hate. And then asks her about her new Republic friends. And she's like, I don't have any friends. And um, while she's done that, she's pushing, pushing down the memories of Absquad. She thinks of Quell because he offers like, oh, is anyone we should look out for and maybe like save for you? And she's like, no, I don't have any friends. And then she thinks of Quell and is like, hmm, maybe I could ask him to just kill her. And then she thinks about Kairos and she starts crying. Which is a fair, like, emotional journey, That's I a feel. mood, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Chess meets up with Cedia again, and they agree to put their differences aside to escape. Cedia knows where the vehicles are kept, but she can't get there on her own with the crutches. She either needs access codes or explosives. Like, strong explosives. Yep, those are the two ways you can open a door. <laughs> yep. Or you can get tortured <laughs> by a Sith Tower. It's up to you. Whoever you want. So many choices. A young girl in the cult has been giving Chess bent wire toys, and Chess has been like treasuring them. She can't, she can't make herself throw them away. And when the girl tries to give Cedia one, Cedia bends down and whispers something to her that makes the girl run away, bowling. Yeah, and Chess you, decides Cydia. to kill her slowly. That's really unnecessary, Cedia. <laughs> Why is the yeah. Empire just like, like? This? Why they? Because they grow up with eight month winters, apparently. Man. After yet another lecture by litage, the cultists gather to share. I don't know why I'm struggling with words so much today. I'm so sorry. The cultists gather to share confessions. A kid of me admits to eating Nectros crystals despite not being allowed sweets at the cult. And I'm just going to remind everyone because it's Twilight Company. Chalice yep. uh, had also loved those crystals as a poor child. I think. Shadow Son might be revealing his sugar addiction, right? <laughs> I mean, I relate very deeply to this. Yep. <laughs> Obviously. I don't know, your Kit Kat stains? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you just talked about it. <laughs> look, look, on a, a podcast is a fleeting medium. Nobody will ever hear that again. Nobody will ever, it's not, it's not recorded in history or time. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> Tr- truly. <laughs> The words simply come out of my mouth and then they disappear forever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I never have to think about it again. <laughs> Do you ever think about like if I I think about sometimes if I like ever have kids and they're like, hey mom, what were you up to in your twenties? I can literally just go this. <laughs> 
I am um, someone at the news party I went to. I like often mentioned that I podcast. And he was like, Oh, what are your podcasts about? I was like, Star Wars. He's like, Oh, what's your podcast? I'll follow that. And I was like, No, 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 no. no but no, at no, that no. point, but at that point, it got too far, and me trying to hide the name from him would have been really weird. So <laughs> he might be listening to this episode. I don't know. Hello, if you are, I don't remember your name. I'm sorry. <laughs> Even though we've met like five times now. Cool. <clears throat> cool. Anyways, <laughs> to like the the third maybe Kiwi listener. <laughs> so during the conventions, Celia stands, and she admits to executing a planet. I'm gonna read this bit because it's it's good. It's yikes. It's yikes. Yeah. I executed a planet, Celia said. I was part of Operation Cinder, and I accept personal responsibility for the cleansing of Necronus. The cultists shuffled in their seats, but no one interrupted. I don't think of that as the worst thing I've done, the pilot went on. Many people would disagree. I assume the New Republic would hang me for it, probably after giving me as humiliating a trial as they could manage. But I was raised to believe in duty and obedience to those who uplifted and privileged me. I can't bring myself to believe that obedience is ever truly wrong. At worst, it's like a solar flare. Bad news in the wrong circumstances, but not possessed of agency. You don't hang a sun for incinerating a passing freighter. That said... I've done many things I am ashamed of. I left my twin sister in charge of the estate when I promised my father I'd care for it and pass it on to my children. I once, I've made errors on missions that cost lives and I... Cydia paused and looked around at the crowd. Her voice fell. The worst thing I've ever done, the thing I feel most guilty about, that I've done more than once, I didn't tell my friends I loved them when they went on a mission to die. Not because I was scared or not because I was scared. Because it seemed undignified. So they died without knowing. Cedia sat down. Scattered applause sounded where silence, before silence resumed. Uh, Cedia? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I really, I just, oh, I love the wording of that so much. Like, I want, yikes I want to steal. Yikes on tracks, yeah. <laughs> yikes on tracks on bikes. Yikes on tracks on bikes. They're just going. They're all going. Because like, a, a son is very different from a person <laughs> who has like knowledge and agency and doesn't just exist there burning. And <laughs> like, isn't just like accepting their brainwashing of the by the empire. Right. Like it's just obedience is fine. You know what? Being part of Operation Cinder is not the worst thing I've ever done. The worst thing was breaking a promise to my dad about the estate. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, CD. <laughs> <laughs> and not telling my friends that I love them while they went off to die to execute people <laughs> and blow up planets. Yeah, I find it really interesting that Star Wars has now made Operation Cinder like the make or break point for so many different people. I mean, it would be though. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. If yeah. they if they stayed after the Death Star, this is the next thing that would make them, especially because the Empire's falling apart at that point. But yeah, it is really because interesting that Cinder way... is now like the thing. It's like Inferno Squad touches on this. It's that they could justify Alderaan, they can't justify Cinder. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because at least with older like, on, they had the propaganda of like, oh, they yeah. were rebels. That was a rebel. They were place. like a rebel terrorist cell, right? They were a yeah. threat to people, you yeah. know. But with Whereas, like, Cinder, it was the just people like, doing this. They see that it's civilians. Yeah, and like, like really I, random ass planets. That's not they see like, that there's no point to these things. Yeah, like it's Iden versus like home planet that gets destroyed, and there's literally no reason for yeah. it to be. It's it's yeah. loyal to the Empire. I can't I can't remember the name of the planet. Forgive me, but 
Like, well, neither can I, and I've read that book. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so, like, I, I don't know. I find it really interesting because they keep bringing up Operation Cinder. Um, yeah, even a Mandalorian, yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, it even yeah. gets mentioned in Mandalorian. Here, whenever I hear Cinder anywhere, I'm like, ooh, Cinder. <laughs> I know that thing. <laughs> In- ca- insert Captain America, I understood that reference, dot gif. Yeah. <laughs> Also, I don't know how long it lasts for, but currently, um, Inferno, not Inferno Squad, uh, Battlefront Two is free on the Epic Store if you want to play that game because the story you is should. pretty good. You should at least should. play the story yeah. mode. Yeah, yeah. You, you get to see like what's his name, that really cool, uh, Juros. Yeah, Triv. Yeah, yeah. Triv, Triv, who was like one of the best grumpy Triv, who's one of the best Star Wars characters to ever exist. So there you go. Go read that. <laughs> also, it's just a really good story, and you should go read Inferno mm. Squad too. Um, is Inferno Squad free to read? <laughs> no, N- no. Because I will definitely read that rather than play a video game. Because I just don't. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Anyways, we're back to the caravan, car- car- caravan, caravan, um, which has finally reached the surface. Caravan, <laughs> caravan. <laughs> will admires the bright stars above. They know Shadowwing is heading for Cornine now, and if it's a trap, they're not hiding it well. <laughs> <laughs> the commanders meet at a distance from the company for privacy. Carver points out that they're not a priority to Shadowwing, obviously, or else they'd just be picking them off now, which means that they want Cornine for their own reasons. Junior, who is a very old man, suggests that since it's a deep core drilling site that goes into the volatile materials that make up the planet, they might just be wanting to blow it up and destroy the whole planet, just like Cinder. As they discuss, Will ponders what Junior is saying until something clicks. Maybe Shadowwing is looking for a way out of the system because there is a big freighter in Quanine. Carver asks Will if it's more likely that Shadowwing wants to destroy Troyth or escape, and Will isn't sure enough to bet the fate of the planet on it, so they get to planning. After gathering the squadron and informing them of the plan, and after the camp has gone quiet, Will strikes out alone. 90 minutes oh away from camp. He takes out a transmitter and begins talking to Shadowing again. Oh Will, boy. no, Will. It's Will spiraling. <laughs> He's interrupted by Neff, and thankfully T5 blocked the signal. Oh, oh. boy. Neff is pissed because this plan was incredibly stupid. Well. Will is also pissed because he wants to believe that they can work together because of Blink and Pandem Nye. They argue Neff just wants to protect Will. And Will suddenly in that moment understands just how loyal Nath is. Vital scrambles up the slope, yelling at them to answer their comms. Because <laughs> they put them on silent, I guess. They yeah. need to get back to camp. Every Thai squadron is heading for Cornine now. I... <sighs> Will is so desperate. <laughs> He's so desperate. He's... He didn't just... think this... He... The boy's not had enough sleep, clearly. I mean, I think he's just starting to. I think he's just starting to crack. I yeah, like the weight yeah, of everything. A is lot a, of unexpected pressure on this kid the, out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, right. And like, he's never had any kind of leadership in like anything before. Now, like, even on home, it wasn't like he was a leader. Yeah, um, or he was just one like of the hundred and something. Right. He was just picked because he's a good flyer. Like, yeah, he was just about doing his. It's not like he was, you know, the son of a chief or whatever. Like he was just <laughs> very good at flying. Um, and like he and then dealing with the betrayal of Quell right before jumping into this and then yeah. like 
Blink sending that message, which we know was to distract him. Um, but like, obviously he fell for it because he just wants to hold on to some sliver of hope. Um, but like, he is also taking every single death personally, like it's his mm -hmm. fault. And so he was gonna do anything to prevent more death, even if it's like extremely ill advised. <laughs> <laughs> like this. Just like this. Just like um, this. At some point, like he also thinks about how everything had happened before he even gave Quill a chance to like forgive her. Right. <sighs> it, it's that's my main review of this book is that sound yeah like will is hurting so much and he doesn't know what to do with it um and like uh, like as as like nath is calling him out and they're like still thinking oh nath might shoot me <laughs> And then, like, Nath had closed to within a handspan of Will. Will met the larger man's gaze, seeing Sadanik and Reninja and Burning Worlds. And I'm like, ah! This is so rude! <laughs> Why does, like, everything Free does have to be like, and now we're gonna, like, it's it's insert character in their Survivor's Guild. Right, and then it's... Right, because, like, the next sense, the next paragraph after that is, like, is Nath saying at Pandem Nye he didn't watch out for Will, but he's watching out for him now. And yeah, because Will like, called him out, and he's like, you, you were right. It's just... Oh, so... <sighs> I hate this book. I love this book, but I hate this I hate book this so book. much. Yeah. This book. Just wait until the next book. <laughs> it's not that long. It's March, isn't it? I know, it's really close. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <clears throat> Chapter 18, that which you take with you. That seems okay, promising. That, that seems optimistic. How is Freed going to ruin this? Yeah, he does. Really... Don't worry. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. How is that even possible? Oh no. Quill, Quill, Quell, oh, cool. Quell is getting psychoanalyzed by Ito, while the tower pulls her back into traumatic memories over and over again. Hooray! Every time the black hole rises and creates the Hive Sauron, she does it again. Sometimes she's back in memories, sometimes she sees the dead. Ito tells her the vision is the prompt and the emotion is the password, and she must connect with the experience. She is trying. This therapy sucks. She remembers Net. Nettie, Net, the girl she had promised everything to Net. and had planned to join the rebels with, but she just didn't ever end up leaving the academy, which she had joined to then go to the rebels with Net. Net didn't even say goodbye. Chess loved her. Chess, Chess? Chess loved her. Or sorry, Chess? Uh, Erica. Yeah. She That's was, who we're talking she, about right now. And, I'm always and thinking about like, Chess and I'm not sorry yeah. about it. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, was this romance? Were you romantically interested? She's like, I was a teenager. <laughs> you can still have romance feelings as a teenager. <laughs> you sure can. She was your first love, Quell. No wonder well, you can't let it go. If anyone knows about that, Ido sure does. Mm -hmm. 
Teen Either Edo Christian coming to Star Wars or coming to Disney Plus soon. I would love to watch Teen Edo. <laughs> the spinning needle off. Just, <laughs> just like Edo going through puberty. Yeah. Is that like, your needle spinning or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> his vocabulator is like cracking. <laughs> yeah. There's like random spots showing up on his casing. Danny, I can't believe you're gingering a droid. If Disney Plus. Yeah, right, I keep wants- doing that. I'm so bad at it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. If Disney Plus wants to have specific like web content, we're the team they're looking for. Yeah, really, <laughs> hire us. Yeah. yeah, they need to hire us for the Disney Midas initiative. Like, like six, like six minute shorts. Like oh, we could do that. multiple series. Yep. Yeah, we'd be great at that. We, got it. we can do the voices and everything. Yeah. <laughs> don't even worry we're we all of it just don't even worry yeah. don't even worry about it just give it to us give us some money music. We'll, we'll do just uh, you know me and me can draw yep we got it we got this yeah. team disney please <laughs> disney, <laughs> please give please, us some I money. want your capitalism you <laughs> <laughs> know questions her he's trying to push her to do the thing that needs to be done to open the door or whatever the fuck that is they're running out of time because they're heading towards that black hole and also all three of them are dying. Aren't we all, though? <laughs> Slowly. I have a question. <laughs> yes? What if, what if, what if the door is fake? <laughs> like, what if the door doesn't <laughs> actually the trick. And this <laughs> is just a Sith nonsense torture trap <laughs> like because like if you're force sensitive you just whoop, whip the door open but oh, yeah. like if you're not it's like oh you have to like use your emotions and your pain and blah 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 no it's just fucking with you because <laughs> it's, it's just fake it's this huge sith obelisk <laughs> like, <laughs> why would you trust me She's got no other option right now. I think I really think it's it doesn't open like if they're doing this for nothing. <laughs> the more this goes on, the more I'm starting to think that myself. Next time she falls in, she sees D6L, and it was her fault. It died. This chapter is just fucking brutal. F in the chat for D6. She remembers her spaghetti, also known as a phalanx, I guess, dying, and her. Refusing, refusing, her refusing to go with her parents to put it down when it was in pain. She remembers getting her brother in trouble for a plate she broke. Aito tries therapizing her, being like, oh, you're ashamed. Do you feel guilt? And she's like, yeah, obviously. Then Ito calls her Adan. She ignores it and turns back to the tower. Little Yurika sounds like a fucking brat. Let me just yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. She remembers Soren, and she lies to Ito about that memory because she told them that Soren was dead. <laughs> and she can't go back on that now. Ito says that she's not going deep enough into her visions. And I'm reading this from the book. Nit was dead. Chas was dead. Will was dead. Nath was dead. Kairos was dead. General Sundula was dead. Major Soren Keys led Shadowwing and burned the galaxy and never even asked Quell to come home. Look, she's feeling I love that right she's now. like, Hera's dead. And my immediate reaction is like, oh, that's funny that she thinks Hera is dead. Yeah. <laughs> Hera can't die. Hera can't um, die. Died? It's proven. Um, but You know Hera's in the ghost at Exegol. Like, yeah, right. she's fine. But also, like... Sorry, I'm just mad at Soren again. Mm. Because... 
he's the reason she left and he's like this is a bad place and now he's back there being like gotta save the 204 and it's like no just let it all burn let if them they didn't all choose fail. to follow you that's get on them of, not you yeah like get rid of everything like just let the 204 like go and they're going to either get themselves killed or someone else is going to take them out but soren's like no the right thing to do is to rejoin and it's like no no yeah, the empire what? indoctrination goes deep especially with the camaraderie stuff it's just that's how they get you Soren. that's all i feel about that. yeah it's and like, like the fact that she on. saw she she knew that his like she knew she saw his tie which means that he's back with them which means he lied to her and now right. her entire sense of self is falling apart because right. of that. i i don't know how i would deal with that because like yeah he absolutely she was doing this for him her. yeah yeah Ugh. so next time she comes out of a vision again ito has the spinning needle out <laughs> never a good sign <laughs> yep he he's they, they stabbed her stabbed with it um they're dying and they're trying to accelerate this whole process because the tower appears to respond to physical pain too and she she's like (laughs) she's like all right whatever i'll try anything at this point so Ito goes back to being a torture droid after more cycles she tries to crawl away from the tower ito tells her that she has to keep trying because it's her only escape Ito wants her to escape because she's their patient. She says she's got to just walk it off and ask Ito if, asks if Ito remembers who they were before they were a therapy droid. She questions it about its escape from Imperial facility and then asks if it knows Karen Adan. Ito says no. She thinks of the kindness Ito has shown her over the past months, how it had called, herself, called itself her friend. Its memories are gone and corrupted now, and it's back to being a torture droid. Or it says it's not. But now it sees no reason not to use tools it has. And it sees no reason not to torture an Imperial war criminal. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she realizes that things, things are not going good. And she leaps at the droid with a stone and falls in, onto it, striking it with the stone. It fights back and Quell has to pull it back down to hit it more as it says something in a weird distorted voice. She falls beneath it and asks if it remembers Adan or Kairos. It does not. In desperation, she wraps her arms around the droid and plugs D6L's chip into it. Her droid saves her one last time. She makes it back to the this cave is fine. to find this everyone is, fine. is totally fine, fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. This it's next totally part fine. also super fine. <laughs> Everything's super fine. great. This chapter's it's... great. <laughs> I'm having good such things. a good time. I love. <laughs> Star Wars. Just the things we brought with us. No big deal. No big deal. It's fine. She makes it back to fight. She makes it back to the cave to find Adan still alive. So he's fine. No, actually, no. He's pretty sure he's dying, and so is so is she. Yeah. They they talk. He cries about Kairos, and eventually he asks about Ito. Quell tells him Ito's power cells ran dry. Good droid, he said. Good droid. Quell finally confesses the truth that Soren pushed her out at Necronus. Atan just laughs, and he confesses that he always thinks about the people he left behind at the prison camp. She asks how he does it, and he says he manages. He just moves forward. He also drinks. <laughs> <That's> another <laughs> way. 
Eventually, he tells her to leave him behind, and he dies not long after that. She goes back to the tower because she has literally nothing else to do. Next time, the black hole draws her in. She walks forward, physically, fighting the gravity of it. The black hole releases her, and she finds herself standing in an open door. Inside, she finds a ship, and she smiles. Chapter 19, The End of Community. Uh, great. <laughs> this is not, not great. This is fine. No, it's so good. Uh, Chess. <laughs> Chess tells the cult. She's in the confession. There's the confession thing happening. Chess tells the cult about her dream about being on Coruscant after the war. Everybody else either dead or gone. In the dream, she spirals and goes downhill from there, eventually turning her gun on herself. She's been trying so hard to make sure that dream doesn't come true in, like, the worst way possible. (laughs) The cultists enfold her in a hug. The cultists then celebrate her confession. They love her, though it's a duller love than Hound Squadrons. It's love all the same. When Groiver tells her that she's trusted them, she responds saying, no, she trusted him. She hasn't even met Lettuce. Groiver assures her that as she's the first... Groiver, Sorry. as she's the <laughs> first <laughs> New Republic. It it makes him so much more palatable. <laughs> it really does. Groiver at Winkers. <laughs> like, of course, he's at the Irish pub. <laughs> like afterwards. Groiver assures her. <laughs> <laughs> Grover assures her that as she's the first New Republic convert, she'll meet Lettish soon enough. Lettish summons Chess in the middle of the night, and she's offered fresh fruit and bread. Far better food than the cultists normally get, and Lettish is like, well, obviously, if we had more of it, we'd give it to everybody. Hmm. But as is, I guess we're just going to have to eat it ourselves. Hmm. Chess just straight up asks Lettish what her scam is. Lettish says that she's trying to build a community around the Force, a place of love without war. She tells Chess that holding on to war hasn't given her peace, so maybe the children are an alternative. Chess just fucking explodes and slams the grip of her blaster against Lettuce's head, and brings the weapon down again and again until the cult leader stops moving. Oh, oh great. Chess, Chess is doing very fine here. Seems Classic like Chess. Murder. <laughs> Class- or maybe it was actual murder, because Chess doesn't check if Lettuce is alive or dead. She just takes her code cylinder and Ollie's out to meet up with Cedia. Cedia leads her into what used to be a garden, but is now littered with ships. On the way there, Cedia did not tell Chess where they were going, and Chess did not let go of that code cylinder because they do not trust each other. This garden is now dead and littered with ships. Chess sees her B-wing. She recognizes uh, the burn marks on it. (laughs) Groiver emerges from behind a cargo hauler. Cedia takes him out from behind, and Chess rushes to make sure he's okay. Without even, she's not even making thoughts at this point. She's just doing things. Cedia, Big quite mood. obviously, yeah. no thoughts, head empty, <laughs> head extremely empty. Cedia obviously <laughs> takes the opportunity and hits Chess in the back of her head with a metal rod. And Chess it, is like, Cedia. "Oh, god damn it! Of course." <laughs> uh, Chess grabs the rod, and her and Cedia fight. Cedia's disappointed that the cult got to Chess. Cedia manages to get us away with the ship, and Chess fires at the ship until her blaster overheats. Groiver tells her to put down the gun, and they'll take care of her. She's reminded of Will. 
Letters oh. tells Chess that if she leaves, she won't be rid of them. Chess tells them to fuck off and their name isn't Maya. <laughs> Back in her B-wing, roaring into the sky, she finds that her box of music chips is gone, replaced with lecture data chips. God damn it. The worst. Mm. Great, now you just have cult stuff. <laughs> yeah, great. Motherfucker. Poor Chess could never escape the cult stuff. Chess has a, had enough cults for many people's lives honestly <laughs> it's like it's like that that meme that's like chas comes back and it's like yay so i joined the cult and the rest of ab squad is like how did you do that and she's like you're like 99 percent of my impulse controlled <laughs> <laughs> and all 99 percent of that is willard yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is a he he is a single person with a rare and bizarre gift for empathy <laughs> So, like, everyone's having a bad time, but Chas is definitely having the worst time right now, right? <laughs> like, I, I feel like they're all having an equally terrible I think time. Quell might Quell be having the worst time. Quell is bounced back, but she definitely was having the worst time of it. Yeah. She was literally in a Sith temple having to yeah. relive, like, her past trauma constantly. Right, and, like, her head's manifestation of her worst trauma right. as well. <laughs> All getting tortured. And, and also then got to wit, well, killed Ito and then wa ha like sat there with a Don as he died. Oh boy. Well, mm. I'm glad Carol has bounced back. Lost her old droid too. Ending by the end of this book. Should we talk about listener questions? Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> listener questions. Last week, one week ago when we recorded last, <laughs> we asked you what Star Wars character that you hate is going to appear in the Mandalorian season finale, <laughs> which is happening next week in a way that will make you love them. Yep. Next Boy, I sure week. hope it doesn't take me a month and a half to edit next this episode. Next week on the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> X-Wings in History said, if this movie, referring to Rogue Squadron, makes Kirchen lore cool, I will immolate myself on a pile of old EU books. <laughs> Don't worry, that won't happen. Yeah, you'll, you'll find. Don't worry about it. Matthew said... Can, okay, I have a quick question. You can't hear Spud howling in the background, right? Oh, I definitely can hear Spud howling in the background. <laughs> oh, no. I can't. Okay. <laughs> I hear something. Sorry, it's like it's, it's like half an hour before dinner time, so he's screaming if any listeners hear that. Same. <laughs> Matthew said, It's my lap, thinks one dislikable character that the Mandalorian could get me to like is Mara Jade. Especially if she uses an alternate line Ray was going to say in The Force Awaken Awakens, who is Luke Skywalker? <laughs> who the fuck is Luke Skywalker? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. Is Mara Jade an unlikable character, though? I don't. I guess. I guess yeah, she was like people. the most popular of the EU. Yeah, but a lot of people didn't like her back in the day because she was a woman. Yeah, I mean, yeah. almost definitely. Oh, but okay. <laughs> I mean, she was a woman who was like as powerful as Luke, from what I gather. Oh and yeah, okay, that's so unrealistic. People she was more like, powerful. From what I remember, people didn't like Luke having a wife. Like she wasn't what people thought Luke's wife should be. Sure. Yeah, that's fair. Because she's she's like the Emperor's she was hand a woman. And... Well, and she's in heads... this case, Luke's wife shouldn't be a woman. Yeah, we could all agree on that. But because like she's Luke shouldn't have a wife, and like yeah, she was violent. Like, she's she's not... very opposite of Luke. Yeah, yeah. 
I thought she's great. Which is why they work so well. Because she's very competent. <laughs> Woman, how awful. I love competent people. <laughs> Mika said they'll bring back Lux Bontari as an aging politician who tries. Yep, Lux Bontari was just mentioned. As an yeah, aging politician wow. who tries to get the New Republic to free Mandalore from whatever's going on there. Also, there's an awkward moment where Din mentions that he met Ahsoka. <laughs> they already brought back Lux Bontari, though. <laughs> Did they? He's an Inferno squad. Oh, yeah, he is. I forgot about that. <laughs> Imagine Lux being told that, like, oh, yeah, Ahsoka's over here after she's been dodging his calls for 30 years. She's a huge trans. He's like, yeah, he's like, she's been talking to Saul Guerrero and not me. <laughs> Here's the it's thing, like, yeah, though, man, Saul Guerrero is way cooler. They already brought back Lux Monteri and made him kind of likable. But what does Sagarera have that I don't have? An arsenal, so Lux. An arsenal. <laughs> An arsenal. Just he like he a really leads, cool way of he, talking. He, he's played uh, by Sick Whitaker, Like he yeah. leads the like uh, uh uh the next iteration of the of the partisans called the Dreamers. Oh, like he's like the leader of that. That's right. I don't like that. He's that's cool. right. I forgot about that. No, he's really kind of cool. He's also like, forgettable. Yeah, that's really against his character. <laughs> he's yeah. also forgettable because I completely forgot like, about the, it. You don't find that attempt to like the very, very end of the book. Um, yeah, but, but he yeah. is there. And then Iden maybe kills him, maybe doesn't. It's not really clear. She probably doesn't, but she totally it's ambiguous. We yeah. don't see a body. <laughs> no body, no crime. Yeah. Nobody, no dead Star Wars character. Meg, the Swifty on the podcast. What is happening this year? I watch a lot of crime, and nobody, no crime (laughs) is a very, very normal sentence in crime shows. Either, either or. Bentham's icon said, "Isani Isard or any of Stackpole's crazy yet sexy female villains." Dishonorable mention to Leonia Tavira, the teenage moth who seduces Korra oh, in the Eye Jedi. Oh, no! <laughs> no! Oh, no! Don't oh, no! Tavira. And here's a picture don't of her rem- in case you forgot that she don't looks kind of hot. Of, don't remind me of... She looks Aww. like 90s sci-fi hat. Like. God, exactly. <laughs> I have managed to block out so much of Eye Jedi, and I resent anyone who brings all any of it, it back. All of Eye Jedi. <laughs> And Dylan said, I was trying to think of an answer for this for a long time because either they are fun to hate, e.g. Sheev, Star Wars has already tried to make me love them and failed to the point that I hate them more, e.g. Kylo, or (laughs) I just was too indifferent to the character. Then I remembered Mother Talzin existed and the thought Ah. of being convinced to love her was such a nasty shock to my system that this has to be my answer. (laughs) Yeah, Mother Talzin. All right. Yep. All right. (sighs) Great. Well, um, <laughs> honestly, everybody gets a Bodie. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for answering yeah. our question. Yeah. <clears throat> Thanks for answering our question now that it's been like a million years past the finale. Yes, yeah. exactly. A lot of things happened around that time. Thank you for listening to Rogue Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Thank you for continuing to listen to us in general. We love you very much. That's all I really have to say about that. So, Danny, what's our next week's question? This week's question. Which badge are you most excited to earn in your next cult? I'm going to have to think about this because I really have to think about the background of the cult. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> so do I. I'm, I'm already starting to run through it in my head now. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, you, see, I got to like, think of something reasonable that I would join. Right. I feel like what all of do. us have the energy of someone who would accidentally join a cult. Yep. Yeah. Or accidentally yeah. start a cult. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you already we'll have. That. 
I mean, wh- we've got our listeners. R- rogue culture. <laughs> rogue culture. <laughs> <Rogue children. laughs> Oh my god, Spud, stop screaming. <laughs> he can't, the chant of the cult. <laughs> Spud, this is Sap's big moment. <clears throat> Sorry. It is very distressing. <clears throat> you can answer our question on Twitter at RoguePodron. Our email is RoguePodron at gmail.com. Our website is RoguePodron.com. Want to know the top five tips for accelerating your Sith tower torture? You can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash roguepodron, where you can also join our Discord server, where you can chat with us and other listeners. Subscribe via the Rogue Podron feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Feedburner, Spotify, Google, Podcatcher. I don't know. Any, any podcatcher you like. Anything <laughs> that has We're the there. word pod or catch in it, you can probably subscribe to Rogue Podron on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, Spotify's got pot it's close enough <laughs> just subscribe to us it's fine anything that um, has pot in it you could also probably subscribe <laughs> to <Rogue Podrin. laughs> you might find it you might find us you never know rate and review us on itunes because it helps us help you <laughs> <laughs> sorry you just came into the room to yell at me yeah you can't yell at oh, you from outside the room you cannot this is very small. Give me a moment. Okay. We do have a review and it's five stars, which is why Spotty's yelling. He's so excited. Oh. By Neener In. I am so sorry if I say that wrong, friend. I finally learned how to write a review. Yay. 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 I started listening because I like Star Wars, but stayed because the hosts are delightful. Absolutely oh. the best co- podcast that has done a deep dive into the character of Zero Heart. Yes. <laughs> Yes, absolutely true. Yeah. Yes, the Zero Hut got an iTunes review. We, yeah, you know what? This is this is this is what is you it? What is it. what I want? Objectively true. Yeah, <laughs> we are the best podcast that has done a deep dive into the character of Zero. Hutt. I don't know. Is it really a deep dive? Yeah, we, it was just one are. episode. Like we could have done a full season. You know what, Danny? If you want to do a deep dive part two, I'm here for it. Wow, that's on the record. Yeah. yeah, if if you can think I of a deep dive too, I'll join you. If you have enough content for another episode, <laughs> by all When means. has having enough content ever stopped us before? <laughs> truly never. Oh God, it truly has never stopped us before. <laughs> we, had, we had a whole episode. Like, we talked 15 minutes about the Teletubby. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that episode didn't even start for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Where we go, we don't need no road or content. Nope. Nope. We're just flying free. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Neonor N. Hopefully that is close enough or how you pronounce your name. Um, if not, feel free to yell at us. So next time on Rogue Padron is Alphabet Squadron Shadowfall. Chapters 20 to the end. We're finally oh there. Gosh. We're going to finish this book. That sounds yeah, fake. We are going to finish this book. We should just not yes. do this episode. Just go no, to our next book. No, <laughs> no, we are. No, we are doing We're this. We're so close. To I don't any. know if my ADHD so brain can handle actually finishing this book. We're going to do it. <laughs> it's going to be my number one book on my books I've read in 2021. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh yeah, it'll probably be mine as well, actually. We're doing it. We're doing right. it. Great. We're so, finishing this. Everybody, please join us next time for whatever screams and Irish accents that and that cries. We'll bring. <laughs> Lots so, of tears. So well, maybe no tears. Maybe no happily. It's only the second book in a trilogy. Oh yeah, the second part of a trilogy always ends very happily. Especially one written by Alexander Freight. I mean, he's always bucking expectations. Yeah. Imagine if he was like, you know what I am going to do? I'm going to surprise people. And he writes a really <laughs> book happy three is like, book. Yeah, Victory's price was $7.99 on discount and they paid it. And now they're just going to have a happy like book for book three. <laughs> right. Everyone, it's just, they all go to a planet in the ecosystem and they're all in tube yachts. Yeah, they're all riding tube yachts. Yep. The end. <laughs> Smiley face. Book three is like three pages long. <laughs> that's, that's why there's hardly a gap between. And yet book the hardcover still costs twenty eight ninety nine. Yep, fifty dollars if you live in New yep. Zealand. Those are still. Those are all just blank pages. It's <laughs> like so you decide how it ends. Choose your own adventure. Yeah, oh my it's god! Like, it's Frodo handing over, being like, "Sam, there's still some pages at the end." It's just finish it up with a fanfic. Alex Freed is like. I believe in you. Write your own fan fiction for this. Yeah. He's That's like, canon now. And, even, and, and Pablo and everyone else in Stoker was like, no, you can't do that. Yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Too late. It's Alex Freed. He can do what he wants. Shadowsad. Thank you. <laughs> also, speaking of um, Battlefront 2, Alexander Freed also did some writing in that. And he wrote some droid barks, which are great. So uh, play, play Battlefront 2, I guess. <laughs> okay. 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 And with that, this is Rogue Padron signing off. Pass out. Pew pew.